Hey, welcome to Lead a Life Uncommon. This is Mary Bicknell, former psychotherapist turned badass success coach for women entrepreneurs who are ready to bust through any average, anything common, and finally create a life and a business where you can do whatever the hell you want to do whenever you want to do it. Ready? Let's go. Hey, welcome to Lead a Life Uncommon. Today, I'm going to talk to you about something that's so profoundly important related to your success when you are transitioning into a new business, a new offer, a new way of being, whether that is you've hired your first VA, you've hired your first salespeople, you have really stepped into the CEO role of your online coaching business. Um, Here's the thing. There are key milestones for success when you are transitioning and deciding to become a consultant, become a coach, up-level, make more money, charge more money. There's very concrete ways that people show up in their life, in their business, and success leaves signs. Success leaves signs. So today I want to really share with you what I've seen with clients specifically, what they've implemented that have been the difference between just your average mediocre kind of success where they're, they're doing, you know, they're doing work that it's okay, right? They're not like loving it. They're not jumping out of bed. They're not like all in They're foot one in foot one out, The issue becomes when we do that, the problem is so clear that we never get the traction. So let's talk about what are the 10 common or the, excuse me, the 10 uncommon success principles for women entrepreneurs who are transitioning into the coaching space. Number one, the biggest, most important thing to recall is what the hell do you want out of your life? Some people say like the big why, but I want you to get so solid on what do you actually dream about? And when I'm talking about dreaming, I'm talking about you dreaming from that place that's unlimited, unbridled. I want you to go back and pull out that girl that was inside that had a longing had a craving, had a vision, how can you reconnect with her? Maybe you still have that. Are you living it? Are you practicing it? Are you having a big dream breakthrough? And then when you have that moment of aha, are you actually implementing it, doing it, being it so that you can have it? Or are you allowing life to pass by? You know, we have to jump on our dreams and we have to just breathe life into them. And number two is what is your personal responsibility about making that happen? You know, so often we offload our personal responsibility to our clients, to our lovers, to our parents, to whomever. And 
the problem becomes when we do this, we can't actually, this is the missing piece, enjoy the fruit of our dedicated labor, of our commitment, of our transformation, of our change, of our up-leveling. See, I want you to think about it. When you take 100% responsibility, you can enjoy the knowledge, the being the woman who has made that happen. When we offload our responsibility, it's not as sweet. Like if you're living a life and you've given your power away and you've been blaming or waiting for someone to make the changes for you, and let's say they did, it's not as sweet as you having that personal growth, personal responsibility. And with that, it's like, Part of your personal responsibility is like, what's your mission in life? So if you're transitioning from whatever you're doing now, maybe you're a licensed professional, you're a practitioner, you're a doctor, chiropractor, or you're in some job or some business now that's less than satisfactory and you want to transition, maybe you want to move in to create an online space. You want to be that entrepreneur. You want to have that lifestyle. What's the mission behind it? What is your actual mission in this life so that you can do the work? Have you actually sat down? I want to give you a couple prompts right now to think about it. Okay. Ready? So if you didn't have to worry about money at all, you had millions or billions or whatever the number sitting in a bank account somewhere, literally, what would you do? Who would you want to help? And here's the truth. You may just be like, Mary, you know what? I don't, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to help anybody. Like I've helped enough people. I just want to go write a book. I just want to like do yoga every day. I just want to be in my garden every day. I want to offer to you, like, do you recognize that that's your like mission? Some of the things that you want to do for yourself. Maybe part of your mission in that is that you want to be able to learn how to actually be present. Maybe you're so damn busy trying to grind it all out that you're not even present. So maybe your personal mission is your personal mission if you had all the money. So we've got that, like, what's your mission? What's your personal for you mission? And for those of you who are like, oh, you know, I want to help people, then what's that professional mission? So if you could literally help anyone without worrying about money, who would that be? So personally, what's your mission for yourself? Is it to be present? Is it to work less so that you can enjoy Bacon jam. Okay. Look, so, um, I know that you're listening to me and some of you are seeing this on video, but literally this is what I did. I want to show it to you and then it's not pretty. So I've written out summer of 2022. So whenever you're listening to this or watching, just know that this is still a process. And I've written down like, what are some of the things that I want to do personally and professionally? And I've mapped them out. My mission is to and this is part of success. Plan ahead. Plan ahead. Now, I like to be spontaneous, but plan ahead. My mission personally is like, I want to make jam. I'm going to go through multiple Ina Garten cookbooks. I plan on doing some planting. I actually have written down here, I want to read two novels this summer. 
when you hear this, this will be in May of 2022. So feel free to reach out and DM me about what are some of your favorite fictional novels. I read tons of business development and nonfiction. My mission this summer in 2022 is to be more personally aware and present. And professionally, I have multiple launches planned out. I have multiple engagements and speaking gigs and workshops. My mission is to help you women have the success that you want, work as much or as little as you want, and still have a business or income that will fund the lifestyle that will allow you to take three days, have three-day weekends, four-day weekends, read. So what did I do? I planned ahead. So if I want to accomplish these personal and professional missions as an entrepreneur, I must plan for them. Period. That goes back to, right? Number two is like personal responsibility. That goes back to the big dream breakthrough. What do I dream about this summer, this year, the next two or three years? I have to put the seeds in my fertile garden of business development and personal development in order to enjoy the fruits of the labor now and over the next couple of years. Are you thinking ahead? Number four is decide what you want. So when I've decided what I want, I, are you planning ahead? Are you planning? Here's the truth. So many people, we, we just get so like into some rut, into some routine, we get stagnant, complacent, and then we lose touch. Life happens and we really lose touch on deciding what, what we want, but more importantly than what we want, like who do we want to be in the place of, or in doing the things? Can you decide right now what you want out of your life, out of your business? And this is different than the dream. So the dream is like, not just like the ABC, one, two, three, here's how much money, here's how much, but like literally decide what you want. What do you want? You want a bigger house? How much does it cost? You want a different car? How much does it cost? You want to go to a trip to Paris? How much does it cost? What do you want concretely? So we have our big dream breakthrough. That's number one, right? Where we really are dreaming big and it's like all the possibilities. And then we have the personal responsibility leading our own life. Then we look at what's our mission for our life, personal and professional, and then really deciding concretely with numbers, with timelines. And that's your guide. Number five is then that uncommon success is then mastering your limiting beliefs. You see how I had you do all of that work first, dream, take responsibility, like what's your mission? And then we're talking now about limiting beliefs. Cause you know what I know after doing this for years and working with thousands, tens of thousands of people over the last years, you can think you can dream big. You can have like your, your goal poster, your vision board, all the things. And then you know what happens? All of your limiting BS starts popping up. And if you are not masterful on recognizing that your subconscious is running the show, that your subconscious has been programmed. So by the time you were seven, eight years old, you were programmed, you had been programmed with all of everybody else's stuff and all the limitations that your parents and your community and your friends and your family, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All of that was programmed. It's buried in your subconscious. 
And so sometimes you do things, say things, act in a way because there's these unconscious, these subconscious beliefs. So the goal here is that you start mastering your limiting beliefs. You start asking the question, ready? Is this true? So for example, for those of you who are entrepreneurs, those of you who are transitioning, let's use mental health and wellness professionals who are going from a a traditional medical model into an online coaching. There's a big transition there. There's a big change there. And you're going to get pushback because people are, you're changing. So therefore people, people's, their limiting beliefs, they're going to vomit all over you. Right? So when they're pushing back, is it triggering your subconscious to say, yep, they're right. They're that limiting belief. So when you're the way to raise your consciousness about this, the way to catch yourself is doing daily thought work, doing daily results work. So here's some examples. Do you every day at the end of the day or right first thing in the morning, do you sit down and you evaluate what are the results that I did yesterday? Because here's the truth. I can tell what your commitment is based on your results. So for example, let's just be easy here, like personal and professional stuff, right? But like in your personal life, if you're like, I really want to lose 20 pounds, but you haven't lost 20 pounds. You've been talking about that same damn 20 pounds for 20 years or however many years, but you say you want it and you haven't achieved that result. It's because of what you're thinking and your thinking is your belief system. So maybe you have a belief like, what's the point? I'm always going to gain it back. I've always gained it back. I've actually lost and gained the last 20 pounds numerous times over the last 20 years. Everybody in my family, they're heavier. So there's probably no way I'm going to do it. Oh my God. Now I'm like, I've had a baby. Now I'm in premenopause. Now I'm menopausal, whatever it is. The point then is you can't do it. You've probably been programmed. And on your, in your subconscious, I can't do it for numerous things. So I want to ask you, is that even true? Is it true that you can't do it? Your results prove that uh, that's probably a belief. Let's look at business. I can't charge this much money. I can't charge this much money. There's nobody out there who's going to pay for this. I don't think I can. My husband, he's going to be upset if I make more money than him. All of these limiting beliefs, you must master your awareness and you master your awareness, my friends, by looking at your results. And you know what? Nobody likes to look at our results, right? Here's the truth. We're human. We don't want to look at it like, ah, shit, I'm really not like working out every day. I'm not really tracking my food. Oh crap. I'm not really following up with people. I'm not really asking for this sale. I'm not really showing up in marketing. I'm not really like dedicated every day. I'm not really like, it's so, well, you know, like, so many clients of mine that are clinicians, right. And they already have a private practice and they're making 150, 200,000, right. Like not a ton of money, but like a quote enough to live a life that's comfortable for them. And they're like, why bother? Why bother transitioning into coaching or consulting and creating an online business and leveraging their time and creating a group program and selling at a higher level? That bridge to do that can be challenging, right? And they're kind of like, why bother? It's good enough. You know what? That good enough, somebody programmed that into your brain, my friends. Who did it? And you can ask yourself, is it true? Is it true that this is good enough? And if it is, and it's true, then you'll know 
that that's actually true because you will not continue to seek more for yourself because you'll, you'll enjoy and savor what you have as opposed to being a seeker. See, sometimes people are like, well, you know, you want more and then you feel bad about it. And this is number six, not feeling bad, not judging yourself because you want more. Let go of the worry of judgment about what you want, about what your friends want or what they don't want. Number seven is about you being the woman, being the woman that does the work to have what you want. Here's the backward thinking that so many people have is that they're, they're like, I get, you know, I would have a bigger house. I would have like, if they had all these things quote first, then they could do the work and then they could be successful. Well, if I had confidence, I could, I could do the work. I could show up and then I would be a successful online coach like you, Mary. But my friends, this is ass backward. You must be her and you must embody that evolved part of yourself. Courage comes before confidence. So be a woman who's evolved enough to lean into her courage because it's not easy. I'm going to tell you. Everybody's like, oh, it's so easy. It's It's not easy until it becomes easy. Then you can do the work. Then you can have those things. Number eight, here's the bottom line. What in the hell are you afraid of? When we look at success and uncommon success, those of us who have that, we do the work even when we're afraid. Confidence or courage before confidence, right? So we lean into courage, being brave. We choose, we're being brave and courageous people to do the work to have what we want. That's very different than being afraid. You're never going to be, if you're being afraid all the time, you won't do the work and you know you won't. So you have to start asking yourself, what is there really to fear? You're like, aren't you afraid to show up? online? Aren't you afraid to stand in front of seven, 800 people when you do your live speaking gigs? Aren't you afraid that people are going to say no? No. You know what I'm, I'm terrified of? I'm terrified of not doing some of those other things we talked about in the beginning, like working, having my mission, being a woman that I'm proud of that, that terrifies the shit out of me. That's a motivator for me. What motivates you fear of somebody saying, I don't like what you said or what, like who cares? There's a moment, right? Think about what you tell your children. You're like, you've not intentionally, but you probably have imparted to them. They need to, as girls, as females, they need to be so freaking concerned with what everybody else is saying. But on the other hand, as the adult self, you're like, yeah, don't worry about what Sally says. But you worry about what Sally says. You judge the shit out of yourself. You don't show up sometimes. You know why? You know what the fear is? It's not just necessarily fear of what other people are going to say when you show up and you're talking and here I am on video right now, unless you're listening to this on Leave the Life Uncommon, my podcast, right? Lean into the fear. Number nine, ask for what you want. Ask for what you want without guilt, worry, or shame. So this, I'm going to apply this to, because we're talking about transitioning into another business, right? All of these things are interwoven. Ask for what you want without guilt. So have you created an offer, a coaching offer 
Have you created a coaching offer? And then have you sold it and reached out to people and asked for them to work with you with no guilt, with no shame, with no blame, with no worry that they're going to say yes or no with zero detachment. So this is one of the key things in selling. Can you ask for what you want with the prospective client while having no attachment? Here's what that sounds like, just to give you a few things. Okay. So you could ask like this, is there any reason why we couldn't get started today? Is there any reason why we can't go ahead and get your deposit today and put your very first appointment on the books? Or ask if they're like, well, I'm not really sure whether I'm going to do this. Ask them, ask them for what you want. Ask, you want an answer? Well, I'm not really sure. Oh, you know what? Well, let's go ahead and clarify that. Maybe I've missed something. I want to make sure that I really understand what it is that you're needing. So where do you, what do you think is missing right now? Ask the questions. You ask for what you want. See, all of this, this personal and professional, uncommon success, leading a life uncommon, they overlap. How you do one thing is how you do all things. In your personal life, are you asking for what you want? Honey, I'm going to go out to dinner tonight. I want oat milk in my chai latte. What if somebody doesn't give it to you correctly? Are you willing to say, oh, this wasn't right. Can you redo it, please? Are you that person? Or are you like, oh, I'm not going to tell them that it wasn't right. That's the stuff you got to work on first. See, sometimes when we transition to creating a new business or creating um, a coaching package or a consulting package and letting go, so to speak, of our perceived history as a clinician or a practitioner or whatever um, previous, if you will, um, industry that you want to move away from, we think like, oh, we go into this space of hesitation, resistance, and asking. Why do we do that? Here's why. Because it's new. Your brain is designed to go to you back. It's new. It's okay. So get into this habit. Be the woman who asks for what you want with no shame, no guilt, no blaming. And if you're not at a place yet where you've created the kind of offer where you love, where you're like, shit, yeah, this is the best stuff ever. Then what happens is it feels harder, doesn't it? To actually ask for what you want then. It feels harder. So the goal here is, and this is what I teach clients, is really working on what is the offer? What is the new, if you're transitioning, you're moving into a new business, a new offer. Now you're going to be a coach. Now you're going to be a consultant. Like what's the offer that you love that it becomes a no brainer for you knowing that your clients will get results, knowing that you can articulate the value of it. And then it becomes easy to ask. Let me, I'm going to give you an example right now. The foundations program is designed specifically, specifically for people who are transitioning to coaching and consulting. The Foundations Make Money Coaching Program. I'm inviting you to go check it out. marybicknell.com slash foundations with an S. I am so 1000% positive that it will 
give you the kind of results. And whether you're brand new to coaching or you're seasoned and yet you still, you know, you're, you're not organized. Your mindset isn't there. You don't actually have a plan of action for connecting with your ideal clients and selling them and making money is the perfect program for you. I'm asking you to go check it out. See, it wasn't that hard, right? Because I love the offer and I know every single day clients are showing up sharing their wins. So it's proven to work. It's 100% proven to work. And number 10, finally, when we're talking about uncommon success for people who are transitioning into another business offer, coaching, consulting, I want to encourage you to see the signs of your previous success. So remember how I talked about your subconscious mind was programmed before you were seven. And so you have to start asking, is this true? When you have these limiting beliefs coming up. And what happens is our brain will look to the past and say, you've never transitioned to anything before. You've never been a coach before. You've never been a consultant. How are you even thinking of doing it? Your brain is designed to do that. So I want to encourage you to see the signs of your successes. One of the things that I give clients to do is write out a hundred successes, 100 successes, everything from you've baked the best brownie to you've sold your first $10,000 package and everything in between. Part of the reason for that is as women, no, let me ask you if this is right for you or not. Most of us as women, we never, ever brag on ourselves. We never really truly talk about our accomplishment. That's being too much. She's being braggy. Oh, look, she's full of herself. I want to encourage you to start bragging on yourself. Start sharing your successes and your client successes. I believe strongly that as a leader in the personal development and business space, That by my sharing what has become a reality, the results of my labor and my thoughts and my work and all of that, it's there not to be an asshole bragging, but the beneficial brag is all about conveying what's possible and why this is critical. Pay attention. Why this is so critical is because if you are not able to say, oh my God, my program, this this exercise, this ABC is so good. I've created this coaching offer for you and I would 100% know that it's going to work for you. If you don't say that, if you don't have confidence about it, who's ever going to buy your stuff? No one. So I want to encourage you to start looking at your own successes, sharing your own successes, And the only way to do that is to connect with your own successes without even judging yourself like, oh my God, you know, who do you think you are for writing all this down? I want to encourage you to have a piece of paper on your desk and write out a hundred successes and add to it and add to it and add to it. And it could be as small as this. Let me give you this really great example about why I am 1000% sure the foundations program is perfect for you, whether you're seasoned or a brand new person. No doubt. 
One of my clients, literally this happened yesterday. So when I'm recording this, it's the end of April. This is going to come out in May, but this happened literally yesterday inside of our private community. Now this might seem small, but this is actually big. So I want you to listen through the lens of this woman achieving success for being present and taking responsibility for her life. This is what she said. She said, after having done work in this foundations program, and because it's so, you know, I have such a system and a method and a process, not only did she sell her very first coaching client within the first week of joining, here's maybe even the bigger success. This is going to sound corny. I know, but I think you're going to get it. She said this past weekend, Mary, I was able to put my business down. I worked in my yard. I put my grill together so it would be ready for the summer. I could breathe and let it go. And when I came back to work on Monday, I was looking forward to it. You guys, I'm so choked up. I know that you can't see this um, because you're listening to the podcast, unless you can see the video that's up. That to me, to put your business down and just to live life and like have a conscious thought of like, I put my grill together because I'm looking forward to the summer. That is success. Can you be a woman who can learn to do the work of her thinking and calming down and believing it's possible so that you can have these moments that seem so small putting your grill together and not thinking about your business on a weekend. This woman has been in business for years worrying about business. That's the work that we do inside the foundations program. So yes, is it called foundations make money coaching? Yeah. And they're all in there making money and all the things. And some of the successes are just freaking taking the weekend off without even thinking about work. That's what I want for you whether it's a four-day weekend, a three-day weekend, or just a freaking regular old two-day weekend, I want you to have freedom from worrying. I want you to be excited about your work and living out your mission. That is the definition of being a person who chooses to lead a life uncommon. I'll see you next time. Uh, I can't wait to work with you. Reach out to me and tell me whether you think it's corny that I shared an example of a client who put together her uh, grill this weekend, this past weekend, but how that was a win for her. I'll talk to you soon. Bye now. Hey, thanks for listening to Lead a Life Uncommon. I am so excited and pumped out of my mind for you. My job, my goal, my mission is to help you create the life that allows you to jump out of bed every single morning. And I know a lot of it comes from your thinking. I want to give you a little something. Head over to marybicknell.com slash podcast. I want to give you the guide to your hidden thoughts about money and success. Inside, you're going to get some ahas about what might be holding you back 
from creating all the financial abundance that you want. We'll talk soon. Bye now.